Hello, and welcome to the Busy Bays Podcast, where we provide valuable insight and advice on marketing and other business challenges that auto repair shops encounter as they work toward achieving their goals. This podcast is brought to you by Repair Shop Website. Hello and welcome to the Busy Bays Podcast. I'm Martin Morgan with Repair Shop Websites, and in today's episode, we are going to cover reviews. And you might say, sure seems like you guys cover reviews a lot, and you would be correct. We tend to cover reviews, it looks like, every, every five to six episodes, but there's a really important reason for that, and that's because reviews are important, and also... There tends to be a good number of surveys and reports that gives us real data that we can look at and we can then interpret for shop owners to say, here's what you need to know about this survey, here's what you need to know about this data, here's what consumers are saying about this part of reviews, here's what they might be saying about this aspect of reviews. And in in fact, that's part of what we have here to utilize, which is a new report that was built out by Moz, which is called the Impact of Local Business Reviews on Consumer Behavior Report. In this report, for this report, they commissioned a survey of 1,300 consumers in September, and that is a really good sample size. That's a really good number of consumers for a survey, so that gives us a very high level of confidence that what is in this survey is accurate and what you're going to experience with your customers and potential customers. And I've created two blogs already on this, and and I'm hoping maybe you've already read one or or both of those. And we're going to jump into some of the details of the questions, the specific questions that are highlighted in those two blogs here on the podcast, just in case you prefer to listen to this type of thing instead of reading it. Or maybe you like both, and you can do both. Uh, But we will cover most of the same questions that are in the blog here on the podcast. And when it comes to reviews, as I mentioned, they're important. And a lot of it goes back to the concept of social proof. And really, in some form or fashion, social, social proof has been alive and well in our society for probably hundreds of years. And mostly what that comes back to is that when people have to make a decision and they're uncertain, they don't buy a lot of auto repair or hopefully need a lot of auto repair. They don't take their vehicle to the service center necessarily all that often. They don't know how these things work. They don't know how cars work. They want to hear from society, social proof from other people that can help them feel good about the decision they're going to make. The biggest motivation in all of humanity really is the the fear of loss or really making a bad decision. So people don't want to lose. They don't want to make a bad decision that puts them in in a bad spot. And so to avoid that, they seek out reviews that tell them that this is going to be a good decision. You should go to this shop. It's going to be a good decision for you. Historically, a lot of this has been through referrals or people would just ask, you know, friends and family, hey, I need to take my car to a repair shop, do you have somebody you would recommend? And of course they would do so. But I'm gonna share some data here that that shows that some of that has changed a little bit. But first, um, let's dig into the importance based on numbers, not just me telling you reviews are important and it's social proof. 
let's look at some of these numbers that came through the survey that Moz had commissioned as part of this report. And a couple of these things really verify numbers we've seen elsewhere and have written about and probably talked about, because like we said, we talk about reviews a lot. But 96% of consumers said that they read online reviews. That's almost everybody. 56% of consumers read online reviews at least weekly. And this is especially relevant when it comes to local services, because that's really where a lot of people are going to end up reading those reviews. Obviously, auto repair counts there. But when you think about 96% of consumers read online reviews, they don't know how vehicles work, they don't want to make a mistake. What do you think the percentage of that group who read reviews for auto repair shops is if they're going to have to take their vehicle to somebody and they don't have their own shop? I'm guessing it's pretty darn high, probably about as high as that 96% number. So you've got to believe a lot of your potential customers are going to be reading reviews. And this question, this next question that was covered on the survey is one that really just jumped out at me because it is so much higher than I would have thought. If you would have asked me, how many reviews do you think a consumer would say they want to read before they would decide to give a business a try. I would say five, maybe 10. However, the survey shows that 57% of consumers want to read 10 or more reviews, positive reviews before giving a business a try. And that's 37% in the 10 to 20 group, but 20% want to read more than 20 reviews before they're going to give positive reviews before they're going to give a, a business a try. Now, now look at the number of reviews that you have. And maybe you've done a really good job of asking for them. So you've got a couple hundred reviews and you're in pretty good shape. But, but if you're not there, even if you have 100 reviews and somebody wants to read 10 to 20 or more reviews, positive reviews, start to look at the number of reviews that you have because again, I would have thought that number would be smaller. But what it shows is that consumers now, they're getting savvy to this and they wanna read more reviews. They wanna read a really good number of positive reviews before they're gonna to decide to even give you a try, to even give you a call, which shows that it's really important for you to make sure you've got a large number of positive reviews. The next question they asked or that we'll cover here is, who do you trust more, the business or its customers? 68% of the survey respondents here said that they trust what customers say about a business. 11% said they trust what a business says about itself. 21% said they trust both equally. But when you just compare that 68% trust consumers over 11% that trust what the business says itself, that's a huge difference. There's a lot more people out there who are going to trust customers, which shows they're the ones that are going to be referring, looking at these reviews to see what your customers are saying about you. Again, makes it makes a big case for making sure that you are getting reviews, positive, good reviews consistently. And then after reading enough positive reviews to be interested in a business, what do you most often do next? So you've got a potential customer, they've seen your reviews, they're pretty happy with what they've seen. What are they gonna do next? 51% of the, of the 
consumers who are part of this survey said they're going to visit the website next. We've been saying, obviously, for a long time that websites are important. Uh, some, some folks might say, oh, I've got good reviews in a Google business profile. What do I need a website for? As you can see here, you need a website because even if you have those things, a majority of people, the next, their next step after they read your good reviews is to go to your website. They want to verify, they want to correlate the things that they've seen in your reviews with your website, which also makes the case for making sure you've got good, what we would often call in a website testimonials, but now really called reviews also on your website. So that is an important element to have on your website. We, we've heard from shop owners who would tell us, ah, you know, it doesn't really matter to have testimonials or reviews on your website because people are going to assume you're going to have them on your website. Well, they might, but guess what? If, if they're assuming that and they go to your website and you don't have good testimonials or reviews on there, they're going to think something's wrong probably. So you want to make sure that you are highlighting, showcasing those reviews on your website. The rest of the answers here, at least the two biggest ones after visit the website, the second one was go to the place of business. So 27% of people said that after they read that number of reviews to be confident or at least willing to, to give you their business, 27 again, 27% of those folks are going to go right to your place of business. And then 13% said that they're going to contact the business. So that's probably a, a call, right? They might do the click to call function right there on the Google search results and call your business directly uh, from there. So, you know, when you consider those things and what happens next from a, a consumer standpoint, you want to make sure that in every aspect of that, that you are responding very well to that initial contact that a potential customer is going to have with you, whether it be via your website, whether it be them showing up at your door or giving you a call, make sure that all your systems are in place to respond very well to those things. And from a website standpoint, as we see that, that could be form fills, making sure that you're getting information, but it also could be something like making sure you've got the ability for customers to text you directly from your website. We've, we've started working with Leadferno recently who offers an excellent platform there that enables you to text back and forth directly with your customers and it doesn't it doesn't end just from that re initial reach out they give to you you've captured their information and you can continue to text back and forth from that standpoint so after reading enough positive reviews to be interested 51% of the consumers said they next go to the website 27% said they go to the place of the business they go to your shop and 13% said they contact the business so that's a phone call they're going to give you a call and then this, this one is also interesting. It's a little bit of what I hinted at earlier is the question they asked was, apart from visiting review sites, what else do you do to understand a business's reputation? And this is a select all that apply question. So it's, it's not, they could only select one. It's they could select everything that applies. And this is the place where we might say, especially as we hear from a lot of repair shop owners who say, ah, you know, I don't need a website or it doesn't matter that much to me. I get all my business from referrals. And that, that might be true. But this question, extremely interesting, says apart from 
Again, visiting review sites. What else do you do to understand a business's reputation? 67%, and this was the top answer, I asked my family and friends. So you can look at this two different ways, and, and I might look at them both ways, but the one thing that jumps out at me is this another question that surprised me. If you would have asked me, what number would you guess, you know, I asked my friends and family, I would have probably said 80 to 85% of people are going to say they asked their friends and family. So to see 67% there is surprising to me. So, you know, make of that what you will. Uh, I, I, I would have thought that number would be higher. And then the second part that's inter really, to me at least, really interesting is the second answer at 55%. So it's behind the first answer, certainly. But it's not so far behind that it's not close. That second answer is I look on social media for feedback about the business. So 55% of people said they look on social media for feedback about the business. 67% of people said they ask my friends and family. So when you think about that social media piece, that all relates to social proof and wanting to see and hear from other people that they're not making a mistake when they're going to make this decision to call your shop and bring their vehicle to you for auto repair or, or maintenance. So think about that. And if, if you aren't on social media, you're not utilizing social media, you don't have any sort of presence, or maybe you have a profile, but you're not posting, you may want to reassess that, especially when you consider that pretty big number of, of 55%. And then the third answer, which is at 42%, again, similar to the first two, it's behind number two, but it's not so far behind is I look at reviews and testimonials on a business's own website. And so I just referred to that a little bit, right? When, it, when I mentioned that sometimes we hear from shop owners or customers, ah, you know, those reviews on my website don't matter. Well, guess what? 42% of the consumers who were asked here said that that's another thing they do to understand a business's reputation, right? So if you think about the totality of your credibility and what somebody's gonna do after they read reviews, they're interested in potentially giving you a call, but you know what? They're not completely sold yet. What are they going to do next? The big three, they're going to ask their friends and family. How, to, how can you impact that? Make sure you're giving great service to everybody that comes in your door. Make sure that you're leaving an impact positive on them about what it meant to do business with you. Two, I look on social media for feedback about the business. How do you impact that? You make sure you've got a good social media presence. You make sure that you've got customers, if you can, posting reviews on there, that you're highlighting specific things that you're doing, that you're not just dormant on a social media profile that you created five years ago and you haven't posted on in four and a half, let's say. So make sure you're active there. Number three, I look at reviews and testimonials on a business's own website. This one's fairly obvious. How, how do you impact that? Make sure you've got good reviews and testimonials on your website. Don't look at that and just say, oh, well, people are going to assume that, um, you know, I should have reviews on there. It's not that big of a deal. No, it is a big deal because number that's the number three thing that consumers said they do to really understand a business's reputation. Don't, don't leave that the chance. Make sure you're actively getting those reviews on your website.
And so these, these pieces here, really, all of these questions we just covered are about how, how do consumers look at reviews? How do they process reviews? What do they do next? And that's an important part of it too, right? Because you could have all those reviews. You want to know what they do next. And I, I've done it in, in this order because I hope that having heard those things, you're thinking, man, I thought reviews were important before. But now that I've heard all this, I think reviews are maybe even more important than I, were give, I was giving them credit for because the next section here that we're going to cover are all questions about being asked for reviews. So as I mentioned, this Moz survey is, is really, really good. Asked a whole lot of questions to a large group of consumers. When you're talking about 1,300, it's fresh as could be. Questions were asked in September of this year, so just a couple of months ago. Really, really good information, really good information to base decisions on and to better understand how consumers think. And so as we, as we transition here to this next part, as far as being asked for reviews, one of the things that I, I absolutely do want to mention is that you should not be incentivizing people to leave you reviews. Just absolutely shouldn't be doing that. So you shouldn't be giving them money to leave reviews. You shouldn't be giving them discounts specifically to leave reviews, uh, any of those things like that. You know, gifts specifically to leave reviews. Um, you know, at, at best, really, that's, that's unethical. And there's been more and more attention to those sorts of things to the point that in some ways it could qualify as illegal. But even beside that, though, it really only takes one fake review to totally destroy your reputation and your credibility for your potential consumers. So, so resist those efforts you know, to, to, to pay somebody. We get hit up by these fake email scammers, and maybe it's not really fake so much as, uh, you know, they'll say, increase your reviews, and you can buy a whole bunch of reviews from them, and they'll go on Google and, and put some real good reviews for you on there. And it just, people can see through that really, really quickly. So, so don't, don't do that. Don't do anything related to that. I hope everybody who's heard this just says, of course I wouldn't do that. Um, if, if you have, you know, never too late to stop understanding that in the not too distant past, really there was some thought around how beneficial it is and how you might reward somebody for reviews. Just, you know, going forward, just just don't do that. Don't don't put your reputation at risk. But from these questions, first question, has a local business asked you directly for a review in the past five years? So how many of these consumers have been asked for a review in the past five years? 61% of the consumers who took this survey said they had been asked to leave a review at least once. Only 61%. And that's only at least once. That doesn't say they've been asked you know, 50 times, just once, the number's only 61%. And that means 39% of consumers were not asked a single time by a local business to leave a review. And to me, that just screams out missed opportunity. Because if you do the math, 39% of the consumers that actually took this survey, that comes out to just over 500 of the consumers. How many local businesses do you think those 500 consumers visited over the course of five years? And not a single one of those businesses asked them for a review. 
And when you think about that and all those missed opportunities that are there, what that shows to me is if you've been asking for reviews, you've got a leg up on your competition. There's no doubt you've got a big leg up because reviews, again, they matter. They matter for consumers. They also matter when it comes to things like where you show up in the local pack from a Google search standpoint, right? So reviews are a factor. They can influence that and they absolutely influence the choice that a consumer is going to make. Now, the next question. When asked by a business to leave a review, how often do you do so? 51% of the, the, the folks that took this survey said that they will leave a review when asked, either always or usually. So that's pretty darn good. One in two people, more than half of the people, are always or usually going to re- leave a review when asked by a business. And so we, we would continue to encourage you, happy customers, ask your happy customers for a review. You know, make sure that you're getting reviews from your happy customers. Just ask them. And the majority, 51%, are always or usually going to, re- going to leave a review. And then an additional 34% said sometimes. So that shows that importance of making sure that you establish that good connection with that customer because you're going to turn those sometimes customers into an always customer if you've established that personal connection and and ask them for the review. Now, follow-up question to this one, which is a really good one, is how do you prefer to be asked for local business reviews? So what, what, what's their preference? How would they like to be asked? The number one answer was by email. 53% of the consumers in this survey said they prefer to be asked by email. The second answer, second, and this was, again, this is a select all that apply. So some of these are, are you know, there's, there's some overlap in these answers. 46%, which was number two, said in person, which just shows in your closing procedure as you, as you talk through, as you, you know, check a, uh, one of your customers out, your clients out, whatever that discussion looks like, you know, especially if, you, if you've had a good connection with them and you know they're a happy customer, asking them right there in person for that review, 46% of consumers said they like that. Third was by text, basically, SMS, text, 29% said by, by text, and, and that was third. And if you, if you look at those top three, email, in-person, SMS, text, with the overlap that's included, it doesn't hurt to use multiple methods. Now, we've heard from many shop owners that they don't even like to ask for reviews at all. And we can understand that. I can understand that. That's not an easy thing to do. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not super easy, but it's important. And it's going to influence the success of your business. So you should be doing that. How many things are there in business that we say, hey, this isn't my most fun thing to do, but I know it can really impact the business, so I do it. How many of things that you do on a daily basis are those things that you say, they're not the most fun things, not something I particularly enjoy, but I do it because it benefits the business and it has an impact on our success and it impacts all the people around us. It impacts our ability to get more customers. It impacts our ability to attract new employees, right? All those things are impactful. What's nice is, is that through our integrated reviews portal, within there, our customers have the ability to ask via email or text, or they can do both, 
uh, happy customers for reviews. Just plug in the email address, hit send, or plug in that mobile phone number, hit send, and, and ask for reviews. And when you see these things, the other thing to, to know is the more you know about your customer and what their preferences are, the better you can change what you do or follow a procedure that fits their preferences. If you've been communicating with somebody via text, basically from the minute they be, they ask you about something, almost 100% you could say they're probably going to be totally fine with receiving a text. If somebody per, seems to prefer everything in person, they're probably going to prefer being asked for a review in person as well. And it's also, you know, no problem if you have that in-person interaction and then you know what they prefer, email or text, and then you follow up the in-person request with an email or a text. The thing that you don't want to do, and, and I, I'm guessing almost nobody does this, but, you know, send them 10, 10 texts to say, hey, would you leave a review? Obviously, nobody's going to like that and they're going to turn you off. So certainly asking once or twice if they haven't done it yet is is absolutely fine and and encouraged. And I think... I've saved this question for last as we talk through this because I think it's really important because what we've heard from the shop owners who say, I don't like to review, ask for reviews. I don't like to bother my customers or something like that. And maybe you're thinking that in your head, even after hearing all this data, all these stats about how important reviews are, what an impact it makes on how people make decisions. And you're thinking in your mind, I don't like to bother my customers. I'm sorry. I just still can't do it. Take this into consideration. Because this great question that they asked here is, why do you write local business reviews? And a lot of times, a shop owner who's thinking, I don't like to bug my customers, is thinking that people write reviews for them, right? They write it for the business. I'm asking them to do something for me. But guess what? 73% of the people who answered this question said that they write local business reviews to let others know about their experience. So when you ask for reviews, really change the way that you're thinking about that into you're not asking them to do something for you. You're asking them to do something for the community because 73% of the people here said they want to let the, let the community really know about their experience. They're civic-minded. They, they feel a responsibility to help others find a good shop to take their vehicle to. Or... Probably more important, they're trying to help others avoid a bad shop that's not going to treat people right. So if you're, if you're a great shop and have great service and do good work and care about your customers and treat everybody really well, your customers who are happy are going to love the opportunity to let the rest of the community know that you're an excellent place to take their vehicle. Because all of us vehicle owners, we're uncertain about these things. We, we don't know. We don't know the best place to take our vehicle for certain repairs or maybe it's a certain service that, that our the typical shop doesn't offer. There's so many vehicle owners out there that just don't know these things, right? And, and maybe they're taking their vehicle to a super quick lube type place for oil changes, but, you know, they need something different than an oil change and, and they're just lost. They don't know what to do. And this 73% this of the people said that they write the reviews. They're writing those for fellow citizens. They're not writing it for the business. So think of that when you're hesitant to, to ask for those reviews. People want to help other people, and they want to help other people pick a great shop. 
And if you've given great service, especially great customer service, done right by people and done the right thing, then they're going to want to let other people in your community know that you're a great place to take their vehicle. So don't, please, I, I, I hope that having heard that especially and all these other stats, it makes you see the real value of reviews and how people feel about being asked for reviews. And again, really importantly, 73% of the people in this survey said they write reviews to let other people know their experience. So help them do that. Help them find that great shop. Help them recommend a great shop in the area by making sure that, for, uh, that you ask them for reviews. Don't, don't hesitate to do that. I hope that you found this podcast to be really helpful. Again, if you want to see some of the images and access maybe that specific Moz report, it's right on our website, repairshopwebsites.com. If you click on resources and then go to blog, the two most recent blogs you're going to see are the two articles that I've, that I've referenced here. So really uh, encourage you, invite you to, to jump on there and take a look at those articles uh, and check out some of the additional data on there. Again, I hope you found this really helpful. I hope that if you've been resistant to ask for reviews in the past after hearing all of this, maybe looking at those blogs, you're going you're gonna to change your thoughts on that, you know, build it into your process, ask for reviews. It's going to help you. It's going to help the people of your community. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode, and we're always happy to hear suggestions for topics you'd like to hear us cover. So please let us know. Uh, thank you, and uh, hope you have an excellent day. Thank you for listening to the Busy Bays podcast. If you would like more information about subjects like this, please visit myrsw.com and go to our resource center. Please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And one more thing, please share this with your friends and colleagues. Our goal is to help auto repair shops succeed. We can all accomplish that goal by sharing this podcast with as many people as possible. Thanks again.